is out. And and right. I think it's the same cast as Hocus Pocus 1. And right. I know we're going to talk some football. We're going to talk some basketball. But it's very important to me that we talk about Hocus Pocus. <laughs> okay. Right. I don't know if you know yeah. we're live, by the way. <laughs> Hocus all right, pocus. this is this is hocus all you want. Get us started here. Are we starting right. with Hocus Pocus? We're, we're starting. You open the door, Tone. You you yeah. the one who opened the door to Hocus Pocus. What kind of Hocus Pocus are we on? Man, people are gonna be jumping into this live and they're like, I came for basketball talk and we're talking about Hocus Pocus. Okay, so this mother, this mom in Texas has warned, and this is a true story. Like it's not, and it's not from Florida, it's from Texas. If it was from Florida, everyone would understand, but it's from Texas. So this isn't second or third hand information tone. This is right from the horse. Yeah. No, this is this is like facts on facts and verified facts. Um, okay. So so I'll, I'll just read you. Central Texas mom comes out against Disney's Hocus Pocus 2 and says, do not watch this film. They could be casting any spell they want to. Anything could be coming through that TV screen into your home. Dun, dun, dun. The world <laughs> has officially lost their mind. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We are past that. So, are we also, are we also witchcraft? Is that what this is? That's what this is about? It's a, it's a great segue to some football. Mm -hmm. You know what the second story I heard was? And just so the people in the chat know and people listening on Apple and Amazon and all the podcasts everywhere and anywhere you see this show, you need to know. This was the set. This is a good segue. So Hocus Pocus, don't watch it because they might be casting a spell on you, um, which explains. No, I'm not going to say Trump winning in 2020. No, um, <laughs> but no, no politics. 2018. Actually, I don't even know what year the alley won. Uh, Trump 2024. That's what I was going to say. But anyways, no. So did you hear this story then? Speaking of witchcraft, Giselle apparently is a Wiccan or wit Wicked, whatever they call them, is a witch. And she is going to put a spell on Tom Brady if this divorce goes through. Oh, here we go. And this will be the end of Tom Brady. Here we go. You know you know what? That wasn't a topic I had planned out, but I'm curious. Is is this surprising to you too? Like, are you this in, are is you big news. Well, I'll tell you what. It it, it, it no. sounds to me like she's over She's over football. Come home. What's the story? I've been dealing with this because this. they didn't just get married like five years ago. He's been with her since like 2005. Right. So they've been together for a long time and she's over football. She has had it. She is over football. When you're 50 years old, what are you going to be doing this when you're 50? What, what, what's going on here, my man? And because if you let Brady tell it, he's going to be doing it when he's 50. And what she would like is she would like him to be able to leave the house. And in an hour, he still knows where he lives. She'd like for that to happen. And she'd also like for him to remember her. So she's over football. So I think that more than anything, She's given him an ultimatum to come home. Like she's over it. She's done. Yeah. You know how many conversations I've had with people asking advice? Cause you know, I used to do a little bit of it, you know, relationship advice too. And and like women be like, I just want a man with a job. She wants him to quit his job. That's it. That's really what she, she wants. wants him to quit his job. Simple. It's very simple. <laughs> That's, she's um, over it. But this is my theory. Look. Tom Brady, I get it. Like that love for football is just as great, if not greater, for his wife. I, I, I'm sure it's different loves, but it's it's such a huge love that football is. So I get it. But is this just her being like, I'm going to publicly go do this, get this on your mind, make sure you know this is for real. Like this is no joke. It's not a topic of discussion anymore. This is real. Or do you think this is just the end? Like is this just a big way for her to show that you know he she's serious? And take it, now, you know. Re remember too, Haley, 
this it's her her coming out and doing this this isn't just her doing this out the blue i'm sure that her and tom have had conversation about i right, listen oh, yeah. can you give me one more season can you give me two right. more because there's no way she agreed to like when he's 50 she's like no you're not playing football till you're 50. so i'm right. sure that they've had conversation about this and i think at this yeah. point i just think she's over football and i don't i, I think where the divide is is Tom, it doesn't it doesn't help that. I mean, he finished last year second in league MVP votes. So I'm yeah. still nice. So I can't come home yet. I, I still got the goods. I can't come home yet. Now, if Tampa is as bad as I think they're going to continue to be, well, not continue to be, but if they don't make yeah. the playoffs, now that's a better sell as opposed to like Tom Brady wins the league MVP or he's second in league MVP votes again. Well, now – can't come home. Not yet. Yeah. No. I'm, There's always going to be. Yeah, we're still rolling. I can't come home yet. Not yet. Uh-uh. Right. There, there is one piece of the puzzle, and I just put it in the poll. Giselle is worth $150 million more than Tom Brady. <laughs> if he were, if they were to get divorced, they were to get divorced, and Tom Brady were to retire from football, could he say he's grown accustomed to a certain lifestyle and get her to pay yes. some alimony every yes. month? Absolutely. Split that custody 50-50 <laughs> and she pays him a check? What do you think? Yes. In the state in the state of Florida, alimony is, is alimony is a big deal down here. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Even though they, they, they didn't get married in the state of Florida, but that's that, that that's Doesn't another matter. story. Now I may have spelt alimony incorrect in the poll. So FYI, I'm not a now, speller. So for FIFA boy, alimony is when one spouse pays another spouse a monthly, basically allowance yes. uh, after they've broken up because of the lifestyle that they've grown accustomed to. Mm-hmm. And now, it's the one oh, yes. who makes the most money. <laughs> it's normally the, the one who makes more money that pays the other. I also think, Tone, we got to remember, too, that she only knows him. Not Well, she knows a lot about him, but a lot of him she knows is football. So I come home and I don't play football no more. Well, what if she doesn't like me? What if I don't like her? I think that's why he unretired. I think, oh, yeah. Either she didn't like what he saw at home or they didn't like him being home. And they're like, you know. Why don't you go play another year? Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe this might be the case. I mean, or maybe it was the other way around. He went and he's like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm going to play another year. I mean, John, yeah. John, John Elway, John Elway was with his wife since college. The year he retired, the next year they broke up. Really? The next year they broke up. And what it suggests to me, Haley, is when you think about people who you know at their job, when they're in their element, well, when they're not in that anymore, now, you got to hang around me all the time and you got to mm-hmm. find out who I really am outside yeah. of He had well, 52 other people plus coaches to talk to every day. Every now day. he's taking all those conversations on one person. One. Yeah. That's it, Tone. Uh, and, and, yeah. and not only is this one conversation, not only one person, you got to deal with all my other nonsense. You got to deal with me aggravating you. You got to deal with me talking to you all day because I ain't got nothing else to do. I'm retired. It ain't like, you know, I got a whole bunch of other things to do. I am going into TV right after this, but I don't know if I, I don't know if Tom's ready to come home yet. I just don't. Yeah. All right. So well, here's, all that energy here's, the deal. Too. here's the deal. Here's the deal. I want everyone uh, that's that's watching uh, to go message every single person you know to join you in watching this. Um, two, I want you to like the video. But uh, and if you have questions, send through a super chat. Haley, what are we covering today? 
So we're going to cover kind of a, a little bit of the NFL. We're going to start with NFL, give our picks for the the snooze fest that's going on tonight. Um, and then we'll move into NBA. Um, and we'll touch on some preseason. Um, and then, of course, one of you asked uh, the laughing effect. You asked about the Draymond Green situation. We'll, we'll touch on that real quick. Um, and we can always end in some chat questions from you mm-hmm. all. If that sounds like a yeah, player. I think we always end we always end with the super chats. But wasn't there a player, um, Chill wanted to uh, oh yeah on a little bit, Mr. Victor, the man that is not from this world. Uh, yeah, let's start off with that, Jay. How are you feeling about Victor? And and I've heard some people say he is the next goat. Now we say that about everyone that we love. We say that about Luca and Zion and so on and so forth. But what is special and what stands out to you about this young man? Well. The thing that I noticed immediately from him is his athletic ability. He looks to me like Ralph Sampson with a handle and a, and a jump shot. That's what he looks like to me. I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> no. So yeah. Tone, real quick, if I can, if I can, if I can do this really quick. So in 1976, Doc shows up. Right. And Doc is something completely different. He's from out of this world. He's playing above the rim. It's really not that accepted in the NBA because it's it's kind of a playground thing. And it's really not that it's, it's really not that big of a deal, even though he's awesome. Yeah. Then you fast forward to 1984 and then Jordan shows up. And now that's the future of basketball, not him as a player. No, 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 no. That's the future of basketball right there. We're going to have a bunch of 6'6 to 6'9 super-duper athletic dudes running around in the NBA, and this is what pro basketball is going to look like. Turns and for out two that decades, was- and for two de- and I want to say one thing. I think Dr. J broke through that, that glass ceiling, right. and people went, oh, okay, this is acceptable now, and I think mm-hmm. that opened the door for Jordan. And mm-hmm. then for the next, what, two decades, everyone's trying to find – Remember the next Jordan baby right. Jordan. We had like everybody was the, mm-hmm. the next six foot six guy from North Carolina. So yes, right. Continue. So that was basically what was going on. You got Dominique Wilkins running around. You got Drex running around. You got James Worthy running around. You got Hardaway running around. Scotty Pippen, Tracy McGrady, Kobe Bryant. You got all of these guys that are running around. That are this is what the future of basketball looks like. LeBron James shows up. So this is what the future of basketball looks like. Well, then you fast forward. Because what happens, Tone, is we have we have a shift in the game, probably every maybe 15 years or so where the game changes. Yeah. So and you brought this up. You brought this to my attention, and it it, 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 it really resonated with me. So the Phoenix Suns in, in, in 2005 with the eight seconds or less offense, basically what they did was they opened up the door to what the long ball game was looking like. But you know what? A, a jump shooting team can't win, and this isn't really going to last. So it kind of went over people's heads. Even though this is the future of basketball. And we even though they were having success in the regular season. Yes, they were. Playoff success, oh, it's right. not going to work, right? Well, it, it, it was. I mean, they were getting to the conference finals, but it wasn't. No they check. weren't winning it. Right. No wins, yeah. So then Steph Curry and Klay Thompson show up. Well, these two dudes show up, and now you see it differently. This is the future of basketball. You're going to have a bunch of six foot three, six foot seven guys running around, shooting the long ball, spreading the offense out. And this is going to win basketball games. Not only is it going to win basketball games, it's going to resonate into winning NBA championships, right? So now you got guys like James. You got guys like Kevin Durant going, well, if I want to play longer, I got to put that in my game. I have to do that. And they did that. So now we got a generation of guys who just shoot the long ball. And that's 
due to Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. So now, Tone, I think we're dealing with another shift. When I see this Juan Magnani guy, I think he's the future of basketball, not just him as a player. I think in the next 10 to 15 years, we're going to see a bunch of six foot 10 to seven foot five guys running around in the NBA, shooting the long five. ball. Yes, shooting the long ball, shooting the long ball, handling the basketball like this. Now, we're going to have Lucas, we're going to have Damian Lillard's, we're going to have Steph Curry's. But for the most part, this guy, that's the future of basketball. Do you do you think minus the minus the the long ball? But do you think like Giannis was one of those to start it where he was he came in playing point guard? Yep. Like was he? Do you think he was part of that new change? Yes. The the average height of NBA players people don't realize has gone down. Yes, it's like six. Oh, yeah. it's a guards yeah. league right yeah. now. Yeah. Currently. Well, yeah, and it's and well even centers. The average center went from almost six eleven to now it's I think six ten, and it doesn't seem like a lot. It doesn't seem like a lot, but when you do the the fractional points, they yep. were almost six eleven plus. Like almost seven feet, and now yep. they're now they're barely six ten. They're like they, if, if you rounded it, it'd be six nine. Right. And so there was that shift. Now it looks like, but you go back forty years, it was six seven was the average height, and the average center was seven foot. Right. right. It was hey, you had a seven footer, you put in there, even if they weren't athletic, you're like you're seven foot one, long <laughs> arms, stand here, right? Yeah. And so the, it transitioned. So now you're thinking it's going to go back to this kind of bigger, more versatile kind of player. I do. I think That's that because because what guys like Giannis, once number one tone, he's a Euro. So you know how Euros are accepted in the NBA. So when he shows up, well, this, I don't know if this game's really going to work. But you see guys like this right here, and you see his ability to, to to get up and down the floor. He's basically looking at the rim eye level and putting his arm in the rim. And don't be surprised, Tone, in the next ten to fifteen years, if they raise the goal, if you they raise to eleven, I think they may raise really? because again. If you're going to have guys like this running around, you're going to have a league littered with six foot 11 to seven foot five guys that, that handle the basketball and are basically taking one step from or three steps from half court and dunking the basketball. Well, wait a minute. We might have to, we might have to change the rules a little bit. So I do think this guy's the future of basketball, not just him as a player, but him. My only, my only concern or, or my hurdle to, to agree with that point is when we talk about the next Shaq, the next LeBron, and I'm picking those two guys specifically, there's something that, you know, the next Steph is very is something that you can't do. Steph, you can teach. Now, can everyone shoot like Steph? No, but it's something you can learn, right? I still don't, I, look, Steph's the greatest shooter of all time, but you can learn that. He's 6'3". You can't learn seven foot two, three hundred fifty. No. You can't learn six nine, two sixty, who can run like a gazelle and jump like a you know through the gym. Like those things that like LeBron and Shaq have, those are generational. Though th guys like that with that type of skill and understanding of the game, basketball IQ, mm -hmm. that's next to impossible to just yeah. rep because you can't replicate it. Shooting the three, you can teach, and right. that's my issue with the Victor thing is that you can't teach seven foot five. Right, and how many of those people can actually not only be that tall, and that athletic, and that skilled? I just yeah. think that number is really, really small. When you think about this, if you're seven foot or taller, one in ten, one in ten chance of making the NBA if you're seven yeah. foot or taller. So the numbers are—we're already got ten percent of all the seven footers. Yeah. yeah. And when you think about everybody else under seven foot, 
the 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 odds are more likely you'll be struck by lightning twice than making the NBA. Now remember too, Tone. Crazy. I know that's nuts yeah. right there, but Crazy. remember this too, Tone. So um Yani. Where's he from? You got to say Bargnani. I was gonna say Bargnani from Toronto. No, that not, I don't mean that dude. I mean from Italy. So, yeah. so, so, so this this guy, where is he? He's a Euro. Giannis is a Euro. Rudy Gobert, Euro. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki, a Euro. So this influx of Euros, Joker is a Euro. So this influx of Euros, I think that that's gonna, I think that that's gonna get even bigger. As time goes on, I really feel like this guy, not just him as a player, I think he's the future of basketball. Okay. Yeah. I I love that. I mean, you know, it is kind of along the lines of what you were talking about, Fluent, is it it is frustrating, and I'm sure more so for both of you, having seen different generations kind of go along through the NBA. But it's interesting because everybody tries to compare the next great player to the best players, Jordan, yeah. LeBron, and so-and-so. We see this all the time, this guy here being compared to, you know, KD and that that body yeah. body type, that KD-esque uh, physical appearance. But, you know, this, this guy does look different, but it's just this body type scares me as it did with Chet. The yeah. same reason I looked at Chet and said, this guy worries me. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't love it. The same thing. You know, we see with AD and, and it, the list goes on and on. So, of course, I'm crossing my fingers that he shows up uh, and, you know, is awesome. He looks he, a, he probably will be, but. He looks a little, he looks, a, he looks sturdier than. How, how old is he? Than Chet. Than Chet, for sure. 18, Tom. He, 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 okay, so he's, he's still going to fill out a bit. He's still got to yeah. fill out. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, was, I was skinny when I was 18, too. Of course. Yeah. Of <laughs> Man, did that change? Oh, so you mentioned man. something that I, I, was, I just quickly. I know we got a bunch of topics and stuff, but yeah. I want a quick question because you mentioned raising the goal to eleven. I've also heard a lot of people saying it's time to move the three-point line out a little bit and maybe eliminate the corner threes because it's become such a just jack-up threes type of thing that they feel if it was moved out a little bit and got rid of the corner threes, it would allow people to, you know, backdoor cuts to post up again, still have the three point as part of the thing. What do you guys, what do you guys think about that? Basically cutting it off, like maybe at the, at the free throw line or maybe. Yeah, so right bit. now it's like 22, nine, no, right. right now it's 23, nine and it's 22 in the corners. Right. Um, so like moving it to like 25 and it's just 25 away from the hoop, just like a, like that and, and and nothing on the base on the sidelines. Excuse me. To, to be honest with you, Tony, I really believe that that's which way the game is going. I yeah. do. I think that the game is expanding, and you know we got it. We, <laughs> my buddy said to me that uh, Jordan in 1996 with the Monstars, he was onto something because that's what the league is about to look like. It's about to be a bunch of Monstars. <laughs> <laughs> Guys dropping the ball down. Yeah, in the basically, that's what it's about to be in the future. So. I, it wouldn't surprise me, Tone. I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm not in favor of it, but it would not surprise me at all. Because if you look at the game and you look at the athlete today, you look at what he looks like, right? Look how, how, how much faster he is, how much bigger he is, right? And all of his skill set, all of these things, well, the game, not only, not only has the game changed, but the dynamic of the game has to change too. Because if we move in the three-point line back, we might have to even widen the court because we got bigger guys. Ah, you stole my thunder. But the, here's the my pro, here's why. But I'm smart enough to know that it'll never happen. Because I think you're right. I think the better solution is either keep the three point line the same, maybe move it out a little bit, fine, but have it the same distance all the way around. But That's then 
widen the court to give them more room to play. The problem mm -hmm. with that is the most expensive seats in any building are right there. And if you mm -hmm. widen the court, you lose a row of, of you know, three, Money. five, ten thousand dollar seats. No one's going yeah. for that. No one's going for that. So that's my only reason why I think they're gonna push back. Even if we even if we moved it back a, even if we moved it and we expanded the floor maybe a foot. The guys the, the people in the in that front row, yeah. when I sit with Drake, they our feet are already on the court as it is. Shout mm. out, Drizzy. Um Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but your feet are already on the court. You see, yeah. like you see, like you know, LeBron knock over. Remember that lady with the tray? Right. <laughs> with all the oh people. man! Like right. that yeah. stuff. That so nice, yeah. now, listen, it might not be be a bad thing. You, you know what they'll do? They'll figure it out. They'll move it back, take away a couple rows, and just charge everybody more. Unfortunately, right. but um, but that's my only that's my only hesitation. Interesting. Yeah, because um, yeah. yeah. we'll, we'll, I actually said it completely different conversation about which is really interesting that this person just said same reason the nhl doesn't do it Ex that's exactly what i was going to say the international ice in hockey is bigger and it's a much nicer game to watch there's more passing more skilled players in in international play because the rink is bigger but in right. the nhl it's smaller and they're like we're not moving making the rink bigger because you got to restructure new ice new rink new stands less seating less money so, so in, when you said international so like in russia so in Sweden, in, yeah, in in anywhere, every anywhere else totally, other than okay, NHL, you. and when they play like the World Championships, the World Cup, whatever, right. the World Juniors, all of it, it's a bigger ice surface, right? Okay, everywhere except know. the NHL, no, yeah, well, because they're trying to keep it within the same kind of. Most of them right. are basketball stadiums or hockey stadiums; they share, right? So they got to keep. Right. That. Yeah, that's news. I didn't know that. Right. Um, everybody in the chat, I appreciate you guys all being here with us today. We're about to get into some NFL real quickly, uh, touch on the Colts Broncos game. Um, but before hmm. we do that, I just want to say, I know, <laughs> don't fall asleep here, but uh, I will say I just this. Say... I, I just dropped McManus as my kicker, and of course, he's got two field goals already. He's gonna probably have a great game, damn it. Anyways, yes, yeah, I think I that's all that they've scored, but uh, yeah, get those. Get oh, uh, Mike saw you while he was driving today, fluent, so uh. There you uh -huh. go. Mike, are you, are you from Canada? Um, and then, yeah, get those likes up while we kind of... That's, that's kind of... <laughs> what? Oh, man. You know I got, I got Mike, you got to tell me more. What time? Yeah. Where? Was I alone? Uh, because if I wasn't alone... Was I, I alone? Yes, because I, I Thursday is my day where I, I drive my kids everywhere. Like, my oh, daughter has two different... She's got hip-hop and jazz. My son has taekwondo. So I'm all over. I'm driving all over town getting them to their stuff. And oh. if someone ever said, y'all fluent, they would die. They would love it. <laughs> that would be so cute. They would love it. Dad, dad'd be a celebrity. They would love yeah. It. Or or Mike, was he in that headspace of just very focused? Because sometimes when I'm driving, like, I, I don't think I would notice people. I'm just very much, like, in my zone. So, um, yep, he said yes. Wow. Yes, what? Right. Celebrity. He said he did see you. Uh, you were alone. Oh, I was alone. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, it was in the morning. So, oh, it was in the morning. Was in... Uh, yeah, so we'll move on to the NFL. Well, let's just talk about this game really quick. I don't want to spend too much time. In all honesty, I was more excited to watch Miami play the Nets in a preseason game than I was for this I'm, NFL I'm actually, game. I'm actually watching it right now. And they, Miami's good. up by like, Miami's down by like 30. I mean, they up uh, by like, yeah, they up by like 30 on Brooklyn. And I'm still oh, watching, they are. watching Indianapolis. Haley, get oh. Matt Ryan off my TV. <laughs> Get him up and tone. I already said this to tone a bunch of times already. Get Matt. 
I've been over Matt Ryan for the better part of four years now, right? <laughs> this season, this is his worst. Uh, he's got he's had his worst QBR this season at forty one and a half. This season, this is the worst that that he's had in I believe like five years. Um, Michael um, Pittman is one of the better wideouts in the game, and he looks average. Um, Jonathan Taylor, he's been in and out of the lineup because he's, he's banged up. That offensive line looks really shaky. I am the, the catalyst to all of this is I'm over. I've never been over a quarterback more, an elite quarterback. Because I used to be a big Matty Ice guy. I'm over Matty Ice. I'm, I was never. I, I was never. I was never. I, I, I was. I was a big Matty Ice fan when he came. When he came out of college, Tony. I was a big Matty Ice fan. H Boogie, how you feel about Brooklyn? That's how I feel about Matty Ice. Why, that's why, how, that's why, hold on. Why would seeing fluent in the morning be hilarious? Why would that yeah. because my hair would be all crazy? Like, why would I understand? <laughs> I don't understand. That's um, how that's that's how I feel about him, Haley. Yeah, how I, you I, feel I, about yeah. I'm over. I'm that's out on Matt Ryan. I'm I'm over I'm over Matt Ryan. I don't even I don't, oh, yeah. we should not even call him Matty Ice. I, I think that's that's unfair to Ice. Um and it's funny because during the Browns, during sorry, during the Panthers game, Jay did. He was texting me. He's like, "Get Baker Mayfield off of my TV, get him too. dude." Baker is another one. What are we get doing here? Get, get what are we horrible. doing here? Get, get him off. I'm wasting you know my you know, life. I would love. I would love to. I would love to see some Malik Willis in my life. Get Ryan Tannehill off my damn screen. I, would I don't even know who the Colts backup is, but I'll take it. Um, yeah, and and I, and Matt Golden Corral, let's get him up in in Carolina. Um, well, let's see what he can do. The, the good thing about AK, the good thing they about already got rid of Mitch, right? They already got one down, one down, three yeah. to go. The, the the good thing about what Tone Tone's favorite player, which is butter. The good thing about the, the good thing about butter, yeah. The good thing about butter is they got to come to San Francisco this week, so that's great. That's oh, that, oh, really? Yeah, that's we got defense is gonna eat him alive. Yeah, we got, oh. we got, we got, we got, we got oh. Carolina. If you have fantasy, if you have a that. fantasy team, if you have a fantasy team, get um, get the San Francisco 49ers defense if you possibly can. <laughs> they are gonna look oh, real, I, real I, good. I, that's what I have, and they're saving me right now. Like they did, they did that to the Rams. Imagine what they're gonna do to Butter. <laughs> oh yeah, Tone. Like I said, Tone. Personal, I just, I, I look at, I look at the Indianapolis Colts and that roster. I think that. What they tried to do with Carson Wentz, it didn't work. And instead of, in the words of my man Tone in the business world, when you fail, what what do you do, Tone? Fail quick. Fail quick. They didn't do that. In fact, what they did was they doubled down. What we're gonna do is we're gonna go from Carson Wentz. We're gonna go to Matt. Up, we're gonna go to we're gonna go to Matt Ryan, and we're gonna go to Matt Ryan, and we're gonna see if we can salvage this thing instead of drafting a young quarterback because you already got a young running back in Jonathan Taylor. Get a young quarterback and develop him, as opposed to doing what you're doing now, because this isn't working, and it's not going to work. Matty Ice, I keep calling him Matty Ice. Matt Ryan's best it. days, Matt Ryan's best days are behind him as an elite quarterback, even as a even as an average quarterback. I saw him against Jacksonville, and I'm thinking to myself, Is Matt Ryan over? Even though I had been over him for the better part. How long ago did he win his MVP? That was in 16, Tone. That was six seasons ago. That he's been done since then. Yeah, that was <laughs> that yeah, was it. That was six seasons ago that he did that. So like MVP going, bust. Yeah, we're going we're going into year seven now since he did that. Right? Do you do you remember? I, I just I want to I want to bring something up, and we got to go back and find the tape. And I know someone in the chat. They, they, our, our chat is smart and they pay attention. Do you remember when I told you guys? And look, I get it that it's because of an injury. But remember when I told you don't be so quick to like crown Jonathan Taylor? He's not even the best running back in his 
in his uh, division. We all knew that. We we all knew that Derek right? Henry. And, but no, but people were telling me, no, he's arrived. He's arrived. I said, one Easy. year. One Easy. year. You can't just, Easy. you know, yeah. what did Dennis Green say? If you want to crown him, crown his ass. Don't do it that fast. Running backs are are just, you never, you could go from 2,000 yards from scrimmage to being out the next two seasons, Saquon Barkley. Like, it's just, they're too, too right to stay yeah. on top. And I do I do understand that. I mean, the average like the average shelf life for a running back in the NFL is three years. All right, that's the average shelf life for a running back. But when I think about Jonathan Taylor, when he was in college, his game translated to the NFL. He led the Big Ten in all-purpose yards. He led the Big Ten in yards. He led the Big Ten in touchdowns. Well, he gets to the NFL, and now all of a sudden, he leads the he leads the NFL. Even though Derrick Henry had gotten hurt. He leads the NFL in touchdowns. He leads the NFL in all-purpose yards as a running back. So he's looking like he's going to be that guy. Well, the problem that we're having is, is that you didn't give him a young enough quarterback to develop him with that offense. Instead, what you're trying to do is you're trying to quick fix this thing, and it's not working. Yeah. Although, although they do have the advantage of having one of the best offensive lines in football, which is masking even how bad I think. Right. Ryan is like Matt Ryan has like I just watched a play. Matt Ryan had a ton of time to make a play. He did not. Mm -hmm. So he sits in the pocket. He had a ton of time. Yeah. yeah. He sits in the pocket. He hang. I can't watch. Don't get me started. Get Matt Ryan off my TV, Tone. I'm sick. (laughs) I can't handle it. Get him off my TV. Do it now. Yeah. Yeah. Something needs to change. I'm I'm over it as well. Um, Okay. But let. Other than other than this game, uh, we do we want to make do we want to make our picks in this game, or no? Uh, uh, I, I, let's do it just okay. just to find something to well, do hit, with hit, this hit, game. Here's the thing, Haley. You already know how I feel about Denver. I don't think Denver's going to make the playoffs. I don't think they're no. a playoff team, but I Thank do. Think that I do think that they're better than Indianapolis. I think that they beat them tonight. Yeah. Well, it's six. It's six nothing. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, you know what? Something very important. So there is something very important. So I do apologize. We're going to go off script a little for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, John Hunter has been waiting for your vegan recipes. It's uh, Canadian Thanksgiving oh, this weekend. Right. This weekend. So he, you need to, I don't know how you get a hold of him or just, I don't know if you That's can, this. I don't know if you want to send it to me and I'll post it in, in the comments of this, of today's right. live. Right. Okay. So John Hunter, um, I will, I promise you, I will, I will make sure he sends me. Uh, the vegan whatever recipe yeah. i will post it right at the top of the comment section of this video so if you go to fluent and chill on chilltown oops mm-hmm. right where you are this video will be posted you'll see first thing in the comments before anything else it'll be vegan recipes mm-hmm. that's what jay you should you should just start doing one under every video just start sharing your recipes. i think you should you know what you should <laughs> start doing vegan recipes like once a week do like a do like a cooking show yeah can i share something I, I, with you guys I don't, I don't really have a lot of dishes that's you want to go behind the curtain i know he just does like potatoes and uh, <laughs> carrots and just it's all like veggies things but um brett Favre's wife you guys don't know this is this is this is guys behind the curtain was supposed was was looking to do a cooking show and she was about this close to signing a deal threw a monkey wrench in it brett he did. threw a monkey wrench in <laughs> that they want no one wants nothing to do with the farm out. Yeah. 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 i'm sure she'll still get it but yeah He's, I find he's in the oh, middle of Ryan, the Matt Ryan, sack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and fumble. Perfect. Sack fumble. Yeah. Sack like fumble. Uh, on that, let's scratch picks. Who cares? Let's just yeah. move on from. I'm, I'm, let's move on. Let's go. Let's get to some <laughs> basketball. I'm, I'm watching Miami. 
put Brooklyn out of their misery. Uh, they up 20. Well, let's let's okay. start there. All right, Jay Fluent. You know what? I am turning a new leaf. There are three things that I've decided I'm going to start fresh this season. Don't do it, things. Haley. I already know no, where no, you're no, going, no. and I'm telling you, you're getting She's sucked in. Don't do it, Haley. I'm telling you. Oh. <laughs> Just the two of them are I'm I'm like okay with but the third. So the first one is Jason Tatum. Both okay. of you know I haven't been super high on Jason Tatum. Um and I'm not sure why. There's not one thing I can pinpoint. I think he's a good man. I think he's a great player, but there's just something about him that I feel like he's so overrated. Like he was kind of handed this little pillow that they placed him on, and he's just been carried on that pillow until now. And and he took his team to the finals. Okay, so so that has kind of like put me over the edge and I'm like, all right, now I need to give this guy the credit he deserves from me. Mm-hmm. Not that that matters. So JT is one. Number two is Harden. Are we allowed to comment on these players or we got to wait and let you you go through this? Okay, go through it. Okay, okay. Okay. James Harden. I like what I. Who am I becoming? But okay, so James Harden. I. Sorry, sorry, Matt Ryan. Sorry. Sorry, (laughs) Oh, no. We're not changing our mind on that. Not now, not ever. Um, And then the third is the Brooklyn. You're not doing it, Eric. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I don't. I'm not saying that I'm. I don't think I'm saying they're going to make the playoffs or go anywhere. I'm just saying I need to prepare myself for the fact if they do all show up, they're going to be good. They're don't going they're scaring me. Okay, now you can talk. It. Hey, I'm gonna let Tone. I'm gonna let Tone. Tone. I can go. I can go through these quick. I can go through these. Quick. <laughs> okay. Okay. I am out on the Brooklyn Nets. Bye. Out on the Brooklyn Nets. I'm out on the Brooklyn Nets. I will have nothing to do with the Brooklyn Nets. Um, I will never. Never. Okay. I, I am. I'm running from the Brooklyn Nets as fast as I can. They are out of their. I, if they were out of the NBA, I wouldn't even notice. Harden. 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 I think Harden's going to be okay. He looks like he's in shape. So I'm okay with Harden and Embiid. I'm okay with that. I, I'm no, no yeah. issue there. Um, but Jason Tatum, this is the one I want to spend a little bit of time on. Okay. I'm out on Jason Tatum. Really? Out, and out in this sense. Really? I he's a he I think he is a star player, a yeah. a, a every year all-star player, a okay. you know probably an all NBA player. I'm I'm so I'm 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 high on him to that point. Mm-hmm. But as far as this guy, this guy, excuse me, always convincing me that Jason Tatum's a year or two away. Remember he's going to be in the MVP con- No, I don't think he's that guy. I don't but think what is it, Fluent? What, I think what is lacks, that thing? I think he lacks that it, that that killer instinct, that that thing that Kobe was actually before he passed, was trying to instill in him. Kobe was working with Jason Tatum to kind of get him that that Mamba mentality, for lack of a better term. Yeah. And I don't think he ever developed it. Like I saw in the finals a guy who played second fiddle to Jalen Brown. I've seen a Thank guy who you. throughout the season is very inconsistent. Now, young players are typically inconsistent, so I know you know Jay's going to bring that up, and it's true. And I'm not saying he's overrated because, listen, he's an all, a perennial all-star, all-NBA player. I just don't think we're going to see an MVP season from Jason Tatum because I think there's too many other players that are taking steps faster than him to get to that MVP status. And I just... 
yeah, it's nothing to do with this game. I like everything to do with this game. I just think he's just he's yeah. just that one. He's not even a tier below those MVP guys. He's like he's just he's hanging there like this, right? Like the MVP guys are on this tier. He's not on the floor of the next tier. He's like hanging on doing chin ups with the MVPs being just above it. So like I, I want to yeah, be clear. So I think close. he's great. I just I don't think he gets there. I don't think he gets so. There. So you and I have had this conversation in the past, Tone. By what year do I think this is who this guy is? Year five. By year five, this is him. So Jason Tatum just finished year five. I think he went 20, I think he went 27, 26, 26, seven, and four. He was first team all NBA in year five. So this is what I'm expecting moving forward with this guy. This is what I'm looking for, right? With that being said, I think I'm going to get better seasons later on. I think I'm going to get, I might get a 29. I might get a 30. And because last season when Jalen Brown was out of the lineup, I think Jalen Brown was out of the lineup for like 11 games. I think that they were over 500. I think he went 31 and eight with Jalen Brown out of the lineup. So it's obvious that he can, he can, and, and they were over 500 when he did that. So it's obvious that he could carry the crew. Right? Absolutely so agree. It's obvious that he can, it's obvious that he can carry the crew. That's not the issue. I think him being on that stage and him basically getting outplayed by a better Steph Curry, I think that that soured a lot of people to him. And and not just him getting outplayed, but in the fashion that he got outplayed. Because Steph Curry is Steph Curry, and he basically looked at Jason Tatum in the Boston Celtics and said, "I'll lose to LeBron James. I'll lose to Kawhi Leonard." We ain't losing to you dudes. Not happening. We are not losing to you guys. No, I'm not losing to you. And he basically handled him. However, Jason Tatum has improved every year. He's gotten better. And not only has he gotten better, the problem that we're having is, is the other guys that are there, Luka has also gotten better. Joker has gotten better. Giannis has gotten better. Embiid is basically at the top of his game now. I think that Embiid is getting closer to being on the other side of it. I don't think I'm going to get five or six more years of Embiid like this because I don't think he's going to hold up that long. Yeah, I, I, think that, I think that's where the window with Jason Tatum is going to open with guys like that. I think James is going to be gone in two years. I think KD is on the other side of his greatness. So mm-hmm. I'm all in the Jason. I'm, I'm all in with Jason Tatum. I know how you guys feel about him. Now, H, I'm telling you this right now, H Boogie, all James <laughs> Harden did was – he got a haircut. He got a new suit. <laughs> he got some new shoes. He's tricking you, okay? Yeah, I know. Good. I know. It looks good on the surface, but I'm. And what's going to happen is, is he's going to have to do what he said he was going to do. That's yeah. where. The, that's where yeah. the divide's going to come. You're right now enamored. You're, you're you're on the hook because he got a haircut. Right. Yeah. Not only did he get a haircut, he got a new suit and he looks good. Yeah. It's like, you know what? <laughs> he looks good. Maybe, he looks good. Uh, you know what? Maybe well, I'll get on. See, I, was, I, was in, I was in Arizona when he was at ASU, so I saw him without the beard. So I know yeah. it's like for yeah. real. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Maybe he has changed. Maybe I'm telling you, he's I know. now. I will tell you this: it's gonna look great during the regular season tone. You know why? Yeah, hundred percent. It's gonna it's gonna yeah. look great during the regular season because. He's now he's now going to be able to get acclimated to Joel Embiid. He got Joel Embiid in the middle of the season last year, right, so we right. couldn't really get a rhythm. We couldn't really get some sort of continuity between us. Now we're going to have that for the entire season and get used yeah. to each other. It's going to look great. Here's the difference: when the temperature goes up and the bets get higher and the lights get brighter, 
Yeah. You know that guy who just got his hair cut? You know that guy who just got a nice suit? I mean, are we going to see him come home one time? Is that guy going to, is, is, is he just going to disappear again? Like, and, and not do what he said he was going to do? So yeah. I know how you feel about him, Hale. All I'm saying, I ain't saying that you got to be out on James Harden. All I'm saying is proceed with caution with him. That's all I'm saying yeah. with him. I have yeah. nothing to say about Brooklyn. You already know how I feel about yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. And, and I will tell you this, Tone, and you're going to kill me for this, Tone. <sighs> My theory on Brooklyn is there's this one common denominator. And what's the one common denominator? Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, right? Well, if I feel like that about them, shouldn't I feel like that about the Clippers too? True. Why am I not out on the Clippers? Why am I so high on the Clippers? Should be out on the Clippers. I should be out on them too, shouldn't I? The San Diego, you know the, the San Diego Slippers ain't going nowhere. You, you know what my problem is? The same thing with Haley, because you know how I feel about Leonard. I love him, and here he is. He looks great coming into the preseason. They look great. That roster looks great. So I'm not sure that they're not going to be great. So I'm thinking, but are they? But are they going to be great? Are they going to be great? Like, did you really oh. look? Did you really look at the? Everyone's really high on this Clippers roster. Did you really look at the Clippers roster? Well, I tell you what. So I think like after after four, they're really not as good as people think they are. That is my thing. So everyone's really high on them. So I want to I want to just run it down for you because mm -hmm. because here's the thing. And I'm there's no no particular order. Um, actually, it's it's alphabetical order. I just pulled up their roster. Mm -hmm. So Nicholas Batum. Brandon Boston. I don't even know if he's going to. Moses Brown. Amir Coffey. Robert Covington. Paul Rotating George. Guy. Superstar. Rodney Hood. Reggie Rotating Jackson. Guy. Luke Rotating Kennard. Guy. Rotation guy. Kawhi Leonard. Star. Ter Terrence Mann. Rotation guy. Xavier Moon. Rotation guy. Marcus Morris Sr. Rotation guy also. No Norman Powell. Starter. Jason Preston. Rotation guy. John Wall. <laughs> and Zubchuk. So here's my thing. People see what they did last year without those guys. And they're like, now they're getting Kawhi and Paul George back. Mm -hmm. Amazing. But what happens when you get those stars back? All those guys that were playing well, they got now they got to play a different role. Yeah. I'm not saying they can't, but can they play a different role? Because we don't know. So now, and now you got John Wall. Everyone's really, everyone's still thinking this is John Wall, Dougie John Wall from Washington. Mm -hmm. This ain't that John Wall. No. That's the worst Dougie you've ever seen. Um, they, think <laughs> it's they think it's that guy. It's not that guy. Right. And so do not clip that, Haley, and put that on TikTok. Um, I just, can't you just, just make sure you get the music in the background. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's just, so where, do they have a big? Zubak. Zubak. He can't Zubak, run up and down Zubak, the court. Zubak is their big guy. He's their rim runner. Zubak is their rim runner. He's their pick and die. He's their pick and die guy. I feel like we're looking at them on paper and saying, you know, you see, hear the names mm -hmm. and, and what they did last year. And you're trying to say, okay, well, they were this last year. Add yeah. Kawhi and George. Now they're yeah. there. I don't see, think they're going to be as good as you think. They're good. I think look, they're a playoff team. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think this is a Western Conference finals team. Yeah. Well, the thing that now, I is it because they're the slippers? Maybe. Maybe. They should move out of LA. Sorry, Haley. Go yeah. Ahead. No, no, you're good. The thing that I've heard or I've spoken about a couple times is when you look at last year, you see um, 
you see Reggie and then he's kind of the leader on that court for them. And then this year previous to that, you see Paul George being that guy. And then before that, you know, it goes on and on. But here's the thing is now with all of them back, how who's going to be that like not that every team has a number one, but you know that every team sort of does. Like if you look like the Celtics. Jason Tatum isn't like the leader, but he is in a way. When you think of the Celtics, you think no. of Jason Tatum being no, Marcus leader. Marcus I know you could not like the heart. No, not, not, not so, like that. Not when you look and you say who is the, the star best on player the Celtics or the leader? Number one. Oh, the star. Oh, the number one. Okay, different. Different. Well, okay, okay. Well, leadership. I guess is that's like that's a different whatever. But you know what I'm saying. I'm, so no, what, when who's, you the, that, who's no, no, the guy who's on his unit? Who, who is, is that guy? That, that's on your dubs. Who on your dubs, the leader is Draymond Green. It's Draymond, right? But that, but when you but say Steph who's the, the star, who's that guy? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think the on star the Clippers, of the it team. has to be, it has to, it has to be Paul George because Kawhi, Kawhi isn't, isn't that guy. Kawhi isn't that guy to like look. He'll he'll play really well, but he's not that vocal yeah. leader. He's just gonna sit in the back. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's a good point. Right, like even when you think of when he was on the Raptors, when he was on the Raptors, Lowry yeah. was the leader of that team. Of course, right, was right, the right, player. Right, right. Lowry was the, even when he was in San Antonio. Even when he became the best player, he wasn't right. the leader of that team. That was still Duncan's team. And right. even though Duncan wasn't vocal, you had guys like Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili that were and and Pop. Like they did have a coach that what yeah. that that you know a coach can be the leader as well too. Right. So I guess that was my thinking is like, who is going to take that spot? Who is going to kind of be that, be in that role for them? And I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be Paul George, but then you have to look at Reggie and say, well, he did that for the whole season. How is he going to now fit into that? Is he going to even keep playing? Will he be a starter or is he now just a bench player? And well, is, you know, no, how is starter. all that going to fall into place? We definitely got to establish that. And, and we have to establish that early too, by the way, that's mm-hmm. not something that, that that should be established later on. We got to establish that early. Your on air light tone. Why is it not on? What's that? The on air light behind you. Uh-oh. Why is it not on? <laughs> light it up. That's part. That's like part that. of the, That's yeah. part of the show. What are you doing, Tom? What, what, what's going on? That's part of the show. Yeah. Yes. We look forward to that. So yes. I, I, I thought we dropped out of our live for a minute. I was no. like, well, technical difficulties. Uh, no, we Try, hot. Try there, you there still we with us? Yeah. Just making sure you guys are still yeah. hanging with us because yeah, uh, still been quiet, but. Um, you scared me there yeah. for a minute. <laughs> We're good. All right, real quick, let's let's just touch on. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because it's honestly it's annoying. But let's touch on fluent. Give me your your thoughts on the Draymond Green Jordan Poole incident. And do you care? Was it blown out of proportion? What do you think uh, about that whole incident? I, I think that people just don't realize that happens on every single team, every single year. Uh, without yeah. exception. Now, is it always a, a a punch? No. Sometimes it's a push. Sometimes it's a kick. Sometimes it's a choke. Um, yeah. I think a player like Draymond is a passionate player. And if look, I don't even know the situation in terms of what I wasn't there, so I don't know what happened. But I'm pretty sure Jordan Poole was either not playing with enough intensity, missed an assignment, did something, and didn't show enough that hey, that it's I'm upset that I did something wrong. And and they got into probably words and the thing with Draymond and look his his it's his best strength and it's his biggest weakness. He sometimes goes overboard, and you like that intensity, but when he takes it too far, now is I think it's going to affect the team. No, sometimes it brings teams together. You know, you know Jordan infamously punched Kerr. That didn't seem to bother anybody. Like it worked out for the best. 
So no, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not concerned about it. Like I said, I've been on teams. I've been punched. I've punched. Uh, you're right. Like I've pushed, I've been pushed. It's, I think that's, I, I think I'd rather have that right than nothing. It shows that you guys care. So no, I, I think it's blown yeah. out of proportion. It's, it'll be, it's, it's probably already done in their own locker yeah. room. Two yeah. important things, two important things here. Number one, this is a contract year for Draymond Green. And I think mm-hmm. that the fact that he has not been extended, that's been something that's been stressful for him. And it's also a contract year for Jordan Poole. Number two, uh, number two, Steph's not a vocal leader. The vocal yeah. leader on that crew is Draymond Green. Well, with a young guy like Jordan Poole, who seems to be outspoken. I think that him being the way he is, I don't know if that goes over well with Draymond. Maybe you haven't been here long enough to talk the way you talk. And I think one thing had led to another, and then we ended up getting physical. Now, what I will tell you, Tone, is I appreciate how the Warriors handled this. This is an internal matter. That's as far as we're going with it, which is what it should be. Exactly what it should be. Which is exactly what this should be. We will handle this. We're not going to get Adam Silver involved in it. We're not going to get the NBA involved in this. This has nothing to do with you guys. This is is an internal matter, and we're going to handle it internally. Don't worry about it. But and I think yeah. I think that's why it blows over. It wasn't public, like mm-hmm. you know, when him and KD got into it on I think on the bench, right? That right. Was public. Everyone saw that. Yeah. And they run with that story. Now, this was yeah. private. They're keeping it private. And and the other thing is, I I I truly believe. Uh, I don't know this for a fact, but I've been told. Uh, I hear rumors that Draymond Green watches the panel, and he heard on the panel on Tuesday nights on Players Choice, the panel that you and I are on, mm-hmm. that ticket. Ticket TV said, it's okay to punch your teammates. That's how you get them fired up. That's what Jordan did. That's what Kobe did. And Draymond was like, he's yeah. right. He's right. right. That's right. That's how I'm going to lead, like Jordan and Kobe. And yeah. it stuck with him. You know, mm-hmm. And he stuck with it. So shout out to Ticket yeah. uh, for giving um, Draymond that, for giving that, Draymond that, that piece oh, of man. advice. That sort of piece oh. of advice. Uh, yeah. Real, oh, go ahead, Jai. Yeah, I just, like I said, I, I think that it's a situation that it wasn't blown out of proportion. It got handled. I will tell you yep. guys this. It was in practice. And not only was it in practice, it was on tape. Now, the question is, is will it get out? Yeah. I don't think it's going to get out. I no. think that I think that the Warriors are going to handle this internally. And I'm 100% sure that Bob Myers and those people in the Golden State Warriors organization are making it clear. If this tape gets out, I know who got I know who yep. did it. And I'm gonna bottle up your last breath. I promise you. Oh that. yeah. This oh, yeah. better not get out. This better stay right here. It better not move from here. So, yeah. I think it stay. I think it stays in house. Yeah, that journalist, whoever wrote that story, one way to go. Great. <laughs> However, you got that out. You you did a good job. But yeah. two, uh, don't go any further. Let let that be that. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. Okay. FIFA boy hit us with a super chat. Mm-hmm. He said. Can y'all name who had a top five debut season in NBA history? And and this is stemming from the Victor discussion because everybody's talking about a is he a top five? top five? Yes, like best like rookie seasons or whatever. I mean, Jordan averaged twenty eight a game as a rookie. The one rookie of the year. Well, there you go. Yeah. I, I, so if I had, I don't know that I I'm, maybe no order, but some right. combination yeah. of Magic and Bird. Because they both mm-hmm. had phenomenal rookie mm-hmm. debuts. Jordan, Wilt, yep. Oscar, 
Uh, I mean, Will, Will, what did Will, Will, Will average in his rookie year? That 30, 30, 70, 72. <laughs> no, Will, Will, Will rookie year. Just, just so you guys know, Wilt's rookie year, he won the rookie of the year and the league MVP. He went 37 and 26 as a rook. Just, oh man! Just so I know, well, I've I've still I'm still having a difficult time, Haley. Before you even showed up, I'm trying to explain to this dude that there was a dude that played in the NBA from 1959 to 1973. Name I I, 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 yeah. I read a mythological I, I wrote a mythological I paper that said there was this guy Wilt who was drafted by the Philadelphia Warriors out yes. of out of the University of Kansas in 1959, yes. and he scored 37.6 points and 27. Rebounds yeah. <laughs> in his rookie season. With 37 and 26 as a rook. I know that sounds ridiculous because to read those numbers, yeah. you're like, Man, stop there's nobody really running around like this. Yeah. So when you talk about a day, so when you talk about a debut, I mean Tim Duncan, he was first team all NBA as a rook. That was uh that was pretty incredible. I think Tim so Duncan David Robinson had a really good rookie year, but he was he was older because he, he served first and then yes. He came he up two really good. Later. It did say debut season. So mm-hmm. David Robinson's okay. on that. Up two years later, Jordan Jordan was second team All NBA uh, as a rook. He was twenty eight a game. Twenty. I think Jordan went twenty eight and six. So when I think about rooks off the off the top of my head, you know, Elijah had a pretty good rook season, but there were guys who had better debuts than him. Uh, like LeBron had a good LeBron had a good like. LeBron had a good rookie season, even though I think Mellows was a little bit better. I said Oscar. Oscar went, just so you know, Oscar Robertson in his rookie season, 30.5 points per game. I laugh because it's almost unbelievable. 30.5 points per game, 10 rebounds, and 9.7 assists. What? That was his average tone for He went from 1961 to 1969, eight years. Oscar went 30, 10, and 9. He was 0.3 assists away from averaging a triple-double in his first season. Like that is ridiculous. He went th- he went 30, 10, and nine for eight straight years. Like, like, like when I when I hear people talk to me about yo, I can't believe you got Oscar Robinson in your top. I'm like, you have no idea about basketball. Don't don't talk to me. No, the only people that the only people that don't have him there is the 60s didn't count. Like there are people who say the 60s, the 70s don't count. I, I don't even think about basketball okay. until like the three-point line was introduced. Which makes me nuts, Tone. And the reason why it makes me nuts, because when I hear guys like, and I'm calling them out, I'm gonna say it. Go ahead, when, I hear guys, when I get when I hear guys like Gilbert Arenas talk to me oh. about, you know, I didn't see the 60s. I'm thinking to myself, Gil, just so you know, and I don't know if you're watching this, Gil, but just so you know, 20 years from now, in October of 2042, you're going to be 40 years removed from the NBA, which means that the, the 2000s are going to be the 80s. And there's going to be some kid running around saying that that Kobe Bryant played against plumbers like you when even though you went 25 and five for five years and you're going to want to strangle him so just remember that when you talk about the 60s you mean you mean when they say agent zero rings is that oh my god Ooh, you gotta walk in the shoes to to talk so right um i didn't that's not where i thought you were going with that the the other thing that i i, I think about too is i Okay, so some people say the game has evolved, and they and they just think, oh, it's and it has. The game has evolved, and then I'm like, well, you don't think it's going to evolve anymore? No, no, no. I think it took big leaps and jumps, and now it's just going to be a little bit at a time. I'm like, that no. is so like this works. egotistical <laughs> of you to think, or arrogant of you to think that it's not. And then, no and then the other one that is, it's like when they try to compare them. And they say, well, look at the way this guy dribbled. Oh, yeah. And it always drives me nuts. I'm like, do you realize that if you went like this, 
they, they called it palming or carrying. If you did a spin move, they called it a travel. And now, and I just posted something on TikTok. Go check it out, sports underscore fluent. Um, I just saw something where this guy shows you these. These are the three spin moves that you have to put into your into your game. And he shows this one like half spin and then he comes back the other way. And I'm like palming. And then he does a, 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 a hezzy spin where he hesitates and then finishes the spin. I'm like palming. Like yeah. those things you could... I, I have tape of Jordan in the 80s doing a spin, coming down the left side, spinning on the baseline and mm. travel. And, and you see the spin yeah. today. I'm like, no, that was like cleaner than any spin you see today. Mm-hmm. So if you go back and it was worse in the 60s, it just, it over time, they just allowed more and more and more. Like now we have a gather step. So you don't have two steps. You have a gather plus two plus, you know, a little hop if you need it. Um, the Euro step would have been called every single time a travel. So you can't really compare those things because Bob, I know Bob Cousy, I get on Bob Cousy a lot, but Bob Cousy had no choice but to dribble like this. Otherwise they would have called it. And so it mm-hmm. wasn't that they didn't have the skill to do it is that they weren't allowed to do it. And just people just don't want to accept that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, the league has changed and, and it will continue to do so. So being stuck in your ways, isn't going to last for long, uh, but I know preseason doesn't really matter, but I am curious if you guys have watched any of the preseason mm-hmm. games. Um, but Fluent, I, I want to hear from you, if, if you did get to watch any of the game or, or any highlights, what did you take away from A, the Lakers, and B, the Raptors? But but start I've, off with I've, your Lakers. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've watched about 90% of those two specific teams, so I'm glad that you asked. Okay. Let, let me. You want me to start with the Lakers, you said? Yeah. All right. Here's what I saw from the Lakers. I saw AD with back spasms already was he really hurt tone or, or or was he a healthy scratch did they say back spasms just to because it's got to be on the injury report is he really beat up like if it was December, aside from that aside from that i think look the lakers are still for the most part a veteran team right yep. patrick beverly oh, yeah. anthony davis like these oh, are yeah. lebron obviously they're veteran guys so i'm i'm I, I carry less weight on what they do in the preseason you know wins losses that type of thing what I did see, and and I'm I'm praying that it it's it, it he and I said this to to Jay the other day, I'm seeing some patience from Russell Westbrook. If he can add that much patience into his game, where he just slows down a little when he needs to, they're going to be. Look, they're not going to. They're going to be a a contender for possibly having home court advantage in the first round. I'm thinking like a four or five seed. Because that's what they need. If they can have Russ, listen, LeBron's going to be LeBron. AD has to be healthy. The offense is going to run through AD. Let's not kid ourselves, okay? But if you can get a calm, like I saw Russ catch a ball in the corner, calmly, nice form, take a three, make it, and get fouled for four-point play. Just yeah. very just, you know, the old Russ would have been like, yeah. And, you know, done something, driven to the rim and thrown up an air ball or something. Like he was just, he was very cool. And I've, I've said this, I've watched him work out a lot this summer where it was, they were passing the ball and just being like, slow, Russ. They were just saying, slow, Russ, slow, Russ, slow, Russ. Yeah. I, I don't know if he's meditating what he's doing, but if he can keep that all season more so than he goes crazy, I still want him to go crazy at times. He's going to, I think he's, the, look, not the best player, not the most important player, that X factor guy. Right, like he's going to be the one that's going to make plays. Can has the ability to make plays when they need them. 
Um, and and look, Patrick Beverly getting everybody to play defense stuff. So that's that's what I saw from the Lakers was a too early to say anything other than I like what I see from Russ. What he'll do also, Tone, is he'll 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 suck you in. What he, might, he might do that. He, he might suck, do that. He, he sucked you in yeah. when he four for five to start the game. But don't forget, Tone, he missed his next seven shots. He did do that. He yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, were, and then he'll turn over the ball a bunch. Yeah, right. He did. Miss, I see he, you. He did. Miss I'm, I'm a, almost like I'm almost a like a little better. It was. I'm almost I'm almost thinking like maybe like hey Russ maybe do that for the first three and a half quarters and then <laughs> and, and then, then go and seat. then go take a timeout. Meditate. meditate and come back for the last half of the fourth quarter and be the calm guy. Like mm. whatever that, remember the incredible, like, uh, uh, like uh, <laughs> I forget which Avengers it was where Hulk, he had to like do all that meditation to calm down and yeah. control his anger. Like that's yeah. what, that's what I need for us to do right before the second half of the fourth quarter. For the record, the Hulk is my favorite superhero. I just don't put oh, is it? oh, okay. Really? Oh, oh, I love the Hulk. No doubt about it. Don't piss me off. That's the, oh, I love that dude. <laughs> do not piss me off. Cause I will straight wreck everything. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I have anyway. I have two. I have two. I probably because his name is Tony Tony Starks. Yeah. Um, so Iron I'm you know. Guy. So I'm like Tony's his name. Tony's his name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, undefeated <laughs> champion. So I like Tony Stark because because the name thing. And you don't need to have any special power. Yeah. You just need to have money. And you're good. You're Iron why, Man. That, which would explain yeah, why is... Iron Man isn't exactly a superhero. Him he's, he's not really he, a superhero. They, they, they just switch guys with gadgets. That's it. That, but, that's then, all, but then, yeah. but I got to tell you, my honestly true one that I like grew up just like I want, I wanted his powers was, oh, dude. And now I'm going to forget his name, which is to make me feel horrible because of my horrible memory. Uh, the blue guy uh, from the for the from the Watchmen, uh, Mister Mister uh, Mister Mister. Oh Jesus! Blue See, someone in the chat, help me out. Yeah, the blue. He's all blue. Mister um, Manhattan. Mister Manhattan. Oh, Mister Manhattan. I don't know if you ever watched the watch the, the Watchmen. Mister Manhattan. Yeah. Literally could be everywhere all at the same time. He's, he's basically he's, God. He's right there, then he's in the room. Like he can multiply himself. He has every he can't be killed. Like he just everything, everywhere. Mr. Manhattan. So yeah. as a kid, I'm like, that's what I want. And they're like, well, I'm like, because he no one can defeat him. He's everywhere all the time. He could do anything. He's if, like, if, we, if we could get if we could get Russ to multiply himself just in different forms. Yeah. No, I want I want to give him like the anti-flash serum. Instead of going faster, you go slower. <laughs> yeah, I just slow him down. I'm slow him down a little ball now. Because if yeah. you did that to him, if you put him in slow motion, he'd be regular speed of everybody else. Yeah, that 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 is fair. So that that that's okay. fair. Well, that's up. what I saw. That's what I that's what I am feeling from and my you, and your Raptors. Give us a little summary of the Raptors. How, look, 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 look. Do you see his face, Ace? <laughs> yeah. 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 Look, look, look at this dude. Look I'm at this dude. Right here. I'm really excited about the Raptors and maybe because yeah. I've, I've been able to go and kind of, you know, see kind of close up hand, um, okay. talk to one of the assistant coaches. I'm hoping he gets, I'm trying to get Nick Nurse. Fingers crossed. I'm trying to get Nick Nurse. Um, but they're so long. So, okay. So the Raptors probably have like three times more defensive sets than any other team in the NBA. Mm. And they've added wrinkles to that. So you get a bunch of guys that are six, seven, six, eight, long, like seven plus foot wingspans who are athletic and long and defensive minded with that many different schemes. They're going to be better than a lot of people think. I have them again. Same with my, the Lakers. They're the East version. They're going to be four or five seed in my mind. But I mean, if you, see, I think you're going to be very impressed with the steps that you see from Scotty Barnes. Um, you're going to see kind of the same all-star caliber, maybe third all NBA team kind of play from Pascal. Um, I really like this rookie that he's not gonna play a lot of minutes initially, but, uh, Coloco is a shot blocker kind of, kind of has like the body, like think of a thicker KD, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, Otto Porter, your guy's going to come in and he's going to, I think he's going to add a championship veteran kind of thing to them. Yeah. Um, so I, I just, I really like the way the team's looking in an East that after the first, after Bucks and Celtics, there's a lot of question marks in the East. Like Atlanta's a question mark. Yeah. Uh, Chicago is a question mark. Um, I'm, just, I'm drawing a blank now. The Knicks are a question mark. Uh, Cleveland. Yeah, is a question mark. Brooklyn. Cleveland is Cleveland looks good on paper, but they're still very young. They're a question mark. Mm-hmm. So everything other than Bucks Celtics, they can finish anywhere from three to ten, unfortunately. Um, but there's an opportunity there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, the Sixers. Yeah. The Sixers. The Sixers should be up there too. Sixers are up there for sure. But again, um, who knows what we're getting from Harden? Right? Are we getting? <laughs> I'm thinking about the. I'm thinking about the All NBA caliber performers. Like when we talk about the top 15 players in the game, Tone. Does yeah. Siakam's name ever come up? Never. That's why I said he's the most. Remember, we did this on Tuesday. I said he's the most underrated player because he might be All NBA, and no one talks about him. At right, all. He, he might be the, and not just hey, hey, he's made the All NBA team a couple of times. Like I'm, I, I think about Siakam, and we don't talk about him nearly as much as we should. No, multiple no. multiple time All Star. I think is his first All NBA, but also he didn't even play basketball until like 19 or like he's so such a late into the game. Wow. So he still has the like he's still developing as a player. Look, I, I don't yeah. think the big jumps are there anymore. Um, but I think again, he's made All NBA third team. He's yeah. 15 like if he's not in your top 20 you're not paying attention um i could see yeah. where people might have him out of the top if like the top 15 because there's a couple of positions but but he's a top 20 player that no one talks about right yeah yeah real quick well fluent that could be yours or if you can one choose another but what a drop a underrated player one of the most underrated players that we have in the league currently and and i'll go first i i just to shout out drew holiday i think he's one of the most underrated defenders you rarely hear his name uh and i think with Giannis being back and and the bucks being back as a whole chris back drew is a great player and so well he's if, you on my watch. This, if you listen to this guy you, you wouldn't say drew's underrated he's got him as like the best perimeter defender in the league he's really very well I mean, he is. Really rated by he, him he but is yeah. But you don't hear about him but a lot. But you don't hear about him. Yeah. No. I, I brought this and up defenders one up on get, Tuesday. Defenders deserve more credit. Not yeah. not Rudy Gobert's of the world, other defenders. Right. That's all. Um, Pascal was my choice on Tuesday, but I also brought up because I think he's, I think he's starting to get his recognition. But Brandon Ingram, I think, is another one yes. that's is yes. underrated. Yeah. Hey, we, oh we yeah. About, we, don't, we don't talk about Brandon Ingram nearly as much. Yeah. It's because it's because where he plays. <clears throat> same with Siakam. Oh. Same with Siakam. Oh, yeah. It's because of where they play. Yeah, if absolutely. Was in New York and he was doing what he was doing. He'd be, he'd be oh, much yeah. higher on the list, no doubt about Small that. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you already know you already know where I'm at with the in between guys. You uh, we already we talk about the stars all the time, and we talk about the guys that are on the star level. I'm a, I'm a huge. I said it's the tone already, uh, Haley. Uh, I'm a big time Herb Jones fan. I'm Herb Jones, yeah, yeah. Oh, so I'm falling Herb in Jones. love with this guy more. Yeah. He, he gives me a Bruce Bowen, Ron Artest vibe. I'm yeah. sorry, man. I love those types of players too. He, that, that's what he, I, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if in the next three to five years he's starting on an Eastern Conference Championship or Western Conference Championship team. Yeah. I, that wouldn't surprise me I at all. I love that. I, I love that. him. I do too. I saw him. And yet, and yet you wanted them to ago. trade him. What? Now, who did I want them to trade him for? Him and Ingram for Katie. Oh. And I, I want three ones too. Oh. And three ones. Yeah. yeah, I want three Ooh. ones if I'm handing him over. And if I'm if I'm Brooklyn, I'm not. I don't just want KD for. I don't just want Brandon Ingram. I want him too, because I think that dude is a starter on a championship team. I don't think he's that, that, that's because he wasn't listening to me when I told him no one's getting traded. Yeah, I do like that. I 
I want them to stay though and and continue to grow and make make New Orleans a, a bigger market, make it into something else because BI can be. I was just talking about this on the live to, my or live earlier because I love him, but my concern is now that Zion's coming back, is he going to sort of retrieve back into the shell he was coming out of? Or is he going to continue continue be able to grow? Because Zion does take. I mean, you know, Zion is yeah. kind of that that shining star. But now Brandon Ingram was doing. He just has that killer instinct that maybe we don't see in Tatum. I see that in him. It's mm-hmm. just inconsistent, and I think he has to continue to build that confidence. But like, how old is he? Twenty four. 25 now 25 i think yeah he just turned 25 25. he just turned 25 yeah yeah so we're really close in age so that's what i'm saying like i just think i don't know i think he can be really really special hopefully you're gonna get on the hook this season haley with with jason tate you're on the hook you're gonna be on the hook yeah i said i'm giving it a new start i you know during the finals i got green gain a lot of Celtics followers and and uh, so I got to be good to them. I got to treat yep. them well and 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 give JT a chance. So, yep. um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But, Jake, speaking of the East, um, feel free, whatever teams, but one Miami, because I, I know you're, you're pretty high on Miami. Uh, I am. I think you like Jimmy Butler. I'm a big I Jimmy do. Butler fan. I, I think he's a top 10 player, yeah. So break down uh, Miami and then kind of just the East and whole, whether it be the Cavs, the Bucks, just, just teams that you well, saw in preseason. I don't really take a lot of stock in preseason because a lot of the guys in preseason are rotation guys that are trying to earn roster spots. So you don't really get to see a lot of the stars. So I don't really take a lot of stock in preseason. But I got Milwaukee at the top of the East. I still think that they're the team to beat as long as they're healthy. Um, I think Boston is right behind them, even though I think that they're going to struggle early because Robert Williams is out of the lineup and he's been out of the lineup. The team that I saw in the, in the preseason that I do like, though, I'm I'm feeling Cleveland because now that, yeah, that they look what great. I saw what I saw with from Donovan Mitchell that wing scorer that they didn't have that now they do have, I think he gives them a different dynamic. Once Evan Mobley gets back in the lineup, and now you got Garland who's going to be better, I think that they're going to be a lot better. I think they're a top five. I think they're a top five seed in the East. Um, I'm not as sold on Philadelphia as you are and with James Harden, but I do think that they're going to be a top three, top four seed in the East because I think that James Harden and and I I saw a little bit of preseason. And I got killed for this because I wasn't 100% sold on bringing back James Harden because I saw what Maxie did in the preseason and what he's gotten better. Not only has he gotten better, him – with Doc Rivers, he's just going to improve. He's in point. He's at Point Guard University. So playing for <laughs> yeah. Doc Rivers, I mean, give me a break. He's just he's there is no there's no reason why he can't improve. So yeah. I am not as high on Philadelphia in the postseason as I am in the regular season. I do think that they're a top three, maybe a top a top four, maybe a top three seed. But from what I've seen in the preseason, they look really good. Um, but when I think about the the team that I am most impressed with is Cleveland. And the reason why is because now they have that wing scorer that they didn't have. Mm -hmm. And I just think that he brings them a different dynamic that they didn't have. He does. And his energy looks, he, he's got a pep in his step. He's excited. You can, you know, you can just tell that it's going to be a, it's going to be a good fit. Just a, I mean, even for all of them, it's just a, a fresh of breath air, a breath well, of fresh air for him just to get out of, of Utah. I mean, that's it would what, be that's what happens, H. Because yeah. if you're looking at that group, so Donovan Mitchell is the oldest guy in that group, and he's only 25. 
Yeah. Right? So the, the other four guys, 21, 23, 22, 20. Yeah. And the rest of the, and when you get around a, a bunch of guys like that, with that kind of youth, that brings that yeah. energy out of you. So I think that that helps him tremendously. No doubt about that. No doubt. Yeah. So like did I you, said, when did I, you, did you know when you were talking, talking Herb Jones that today's his birthday? I did not know that today is Herb Jones' mm -hmm. birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to Herb, Herb. Jones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you to Matthew Harewood uh, uh, in the chat for calling it out that today's Herb yeah. Jones' birthday, October 6th. Sure. Happy birthday, Herb Jones. Right. And not only is today Herb Jones' birthday, 30 years ago today, there was a guy in Chicago. They got a statue of him built outside. He said that he didn't want to play basketball no more. <laughs> 30 years ago today, was he it, did that. Was it? Wow. Really? And people, Tone, the, th the thing that people don't understand how big a deal this was, just so you know, training camp opened the, the same week, and this dude is like, I don't want to play basketball. I'm out. Wait, Mike, what do you mean you quit? That's it? That's just one NBA championship. How do we say quit? Why do we use that word? Quit? Why do we, why do we use the word quit? Here's, here's the problem that you have in Tone. You look, you're thinking about quit in the literal sense like i just give up when in reality because yes. quit no. the definition of quit means it's negative and you're defeated but but it's not though not in this particular situation i just you know i'm out that's it it's not i quit i give up no it's more like you know, I'm, I'm straight i'm i don't want to do this no more not because i can't i just i don't want to i'm straight 30 years ago today tone and and it's and people forget how good that team was just three-peated, added Kukoc, Kerr, Longley. Everybody, they were the favorites to win it again. Everybody from the three-peat was there. Like man. They were the favorites to win it again, even though Houston was going to be awesome. that I would have loved to see that final. Win or lose for the Bulls, whatever. It did, I don't care what it did for anybody's legacy. I don't give a crap. Mm -hmm. That would have been such a, like, the ultimate guard, right? The best two-way guard ever mm -hmm. versus the greatest two-way center ever. Like, mm -hmm. that's just, oh, would have been a oh, phenomenal to watch. Yeah. Then we would that would have changed that could have changed the course of history in this sense. If Olajuwon and the and the Rockets beat Jordan and the Bulls, the whole it's a guard driven league narrative maybe changes. And now people shift and say, oh, the big man is the way to go. And it might change the way teams are constructed. Or oh, guards, if the Bulls win. Yep. See, you got to have a superstar, you know, six foot six shooting guard. It even amplifies what happened anyways. I already is, told you. I, I told you. Tone. What could have happened was so incredible. I told you a bunch of times, Tone, Jordan's legacy has been cemented when he retired. Because if he don't, re if he doesn't retire, I think we might be talking about him way different than we are today. Because I don't, I, I, I don't, be, I don't know. It could be, be lower. It could be higher. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. Those two times, I don't know if they beat Houston. I don't. I'll tell, I'll, well, I'll tell you this. If, if again, if they lose to Houston and then he retires, you're right, it, it changes. Yep. If they beat Houston and after the four-peat, he says, you know what, it was so emotional with my dad. Forget it. And I need to take it. It's over. We're not Forget having it. a conversation. We're anymore. not even having a conversation. Bro, yeah. I don't care who shows up because yeah. now you're in a different strategy. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. yeah. Even the, I wonder I think, if he ever thinks four, about that. I think four in a row, it's almost like, you know, four of a kind beats two pair or something like that's it that's yeah. exactly what it is it's though. just i think the four the four in a row i think trumps the two three peats if that's even though that's crazy to say i think it does it's not crazy to say tone because if you think about it only one team did it in the 75 year history of the league right right 
and they did it when the league was basically in its infancy. Yeah, there was eight so, or two players. Right. And we've only had, what, three franchises have ever three-peated. Right. One was in the 50s, right? The Lakers do it in the 50s and the 2000s. The Bulls yep. do it twice in the 90s. And right. then, of course, the Celtics as part of that eight in a row. So mm -hmm. everyone's going to say, oh, that eight in a row, there was eight, ten teams, whatever the heck it was. It was the 60s. They'll wash that out. Right. Only team in history is the MJ-led Bulls that four-peated? Uh, we're having a completely different conversation. Now, I'm, glad, I'm glad they didn't because just so you know, the whole – the shirts that they were going to come out was like foreplay. It was horrible. Like, so it's actually <laughs> it's really good. Though, <laughs> that oh, was... man. Um <laughs> All right, you guys. We'll we'll do this last. It's just a fun one. Um, All right. But and then can we'll I just? I'm going to end the poll. Then I don't know. You guys don't know. Yeah. This. I know you're not in the chat. So I, I I'm going to end the poll. But I put in a poll. Uh, most underrated player. Um, I said Brandon Ingram, Drew Holiday, or Herb Jones. It was Brandon Ingram, 45 percent. Drew Holiday, 36. Herb Jones, uh, 18 percent. And yeah. the previous poll, just for those that are curious. Um, was should Tom Brady get paid alimony from Giselle? 76%. 76% said yes, he should get alimony paid by. by yeah, let's go, Tom. Uh, All right, yeah, you guys. Like, Tom needs more money after he's after he retires and does that. Uh, what's that? How, how, how much is he getting paid to be an announcer? $350 million. Oh my! How yes. long is that contract? Like I think like ten years or something. Ten years, three hundred fifty million. That's crazy. On top of any other kind of sponsorships he does, which I'm sure he'll still get some. Um, there should be a. There should be right after this. There needs to be a dollar sign uh, sound. For that one. <laughs> Wait, in so, in the chat, can you guys give us the update of the or do you, either of you have the game on? Yeah, it's six the, six. Oh my god! It's a, it's a snooze fest. <laughs> this is why they need Fluent and Chill on Thursday nights because the game. Oh yeah, we yeah. Have, that's like, people got tricked. They were like, "Oh, these games early on. These early games are good." Nah, no. that's no. why we here. No. Is that, yep. that's Thursday we're night. Here. Yeah. Um, okay, Christmas Day NBA games. I'm gonna read them off. We got yep. five. Okay. Let me know which one you would be most likely to go to to find yourself sitting uh at that game can I, um, can I can i just before you do this i just i do want to give a shout out to naheem hines uh let's yeah, dude yeah. get 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 whew, i just i just saw him, the wobbly they showed the replay like dude get better yeah. man go mm -hmm. and go take a week off this concussion yeah. stuff like yeah okay yeah. No sorry go ahead go ahead no no you're good um okay up first we got the milwaukee bucks versus the boston celtics up two. Uh, up second, we have the Memphis Grizzlies at the Golden State Warriors. Uh, third, we have the Denver Nuggets at the Suns. That's an interesting matchup. Mm -hmm. Four, we have the LA Lakers versus Dallas Mavs. I wish that had been the Clippers. That would have been fun. Mm -hmm. um, and then at five, we have uh, the Sixers versus the Knicks. Somehow mm -hmm. the Knicks slipped in there. So any of those games... Sound appealing? Oh, Milwaukee for me. I I would love to be at that game. Giannis is the only guy that I haven't seen live, and I'm I'm very interested to mm. see him live. Yeah, really. He came into my work. It was crazy. He was a sweet, like he was a, the coolest guy. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I did. Funny, I'm a big, I'm a big Giannis. I'm us, a big, us, us Greek people, us Greek people, we're nice people. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I jaw jaw. I've told you, there's two people in the NBA that I would like pay serious money to watch, yep. and it was Giannis yep. and Jaw. And the only one, and I haven't seen Ja. 
So yeah. I, I I would go love to go see that the Warriors Grizzlies game. I think that would be yeah. fun up and down, like just good basketball too. Yeah. I'll tell you which game I have no interest in watching is that is the Nuggets blowing out the Suns. Like yeah. that's gonna be zero fun. That's how I feel about the Knicks in Philly, Tom. I, I, yeah, I'm what straight is that game? I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't even hear Knicks. Anytime I the word is Knicks, I, I yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm straight <laughs> on <laughs> Why are you guys on Christmas Day? Why are you on? Yeah, they should get not be on Christmas Day. Matter of fact, get the Knicks off my TV, H Boogie. Get them off yeah, my television. Get them off my TV. That get them get the Knicks off get that sound. I gotta get that sound. Get them off my TV. That, get the Knicks, get, get them off my TV now. Do yeah. it. Um, yeah, that I, being said, James Dolan, if you're listening or any of his representatives, I am still available to take your team <laughs> to the NBA Finals as the general manager. If I don't do it in five years, I will give you every penny back that you pay me. That's every that offer still. That is an unbeatable deal. Come on, I know. Come on now. All right, yeah, you guys. It's, yeah, it's about that uh, time. But I will tell you this. Yeah. Tone just said it. He just talked about the Bulls with those shirts. Tone, I don't think that those shirts would have, are, are worse than Ho You Fat. Oh, man. You saw that? Now, I, will still, tell I, you this, I, I, I will tell you this. As a, as, as a player, we love nicknames. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. We love nicknames. We think nicknames are awesome. We got to find something else for you, yo. We can't. <laughs> we can't. We can't call him that. But is that his that's, name? That's his name. Yes. We got to find something else to call you, yo. <laughs> we got to find something it's else to call you. Yeah, it's no. not going to fly. We got to find something else to call him. Tone, we can't call you Ho You Fat. What if they change it to P-H-A-T? Yeah, we'll no. come up with, like, let's do just the letters, like <laughs> H-O-F. We got, we got, we got yeah, just, what about just, just Hof? Like Hova, but Hof. Something like that. Something. That has to work. Just like just like with Kaminga. Yeah. We can't call Hova. him that. Hofa. 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 I don't know. I, it's sad though. Is he from here? Like, is he? No, he's French. He's that, French. So, see, like, I'm he's sure a French professional basketball that... player uh, who plays for Metropolitans 92 in the LMBA, LMB uh, Pro A. He was born in, oh, he's born in French Guyana. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just for his own sake and the sake of everyone <laughs> with his name, they might want to switch that up. But, um, but yeah. So, anyways, uh, do you want to do a couple super chat or a couple? Hey, can I ask you a question? You brought up the basketball games on, on Christmas Day. How come you didn't say anything about the football games on Christmas Day? This is the first year we're gonna have basketball games on Christmas. Don't we have Sunday. three? This don't we have three games too instead of two mm-hmm. for NFL? What are for those? Or what's the third one? On Sunday, the NFL on Christmas Day will consist of. That's so weird. That's gonna be. It, crazy. it is so weird. Um, finest. Well, no, I think it, yeah. I think it's because it falls. Um, Christmas falls on a Sunday. It's on Sunday this year. So we're so. gonna have most of the games have been moved. There's Thursday and then Saturday. Mm-hmm. So most of the games have been moved to to Saturday, with the exception of these three. Okay. And th- this one might would have been better if everyone was healthy, but Packers and Dolphins. Mm-hmm. This yeah. one's gonna be another snore fest because we, you know, how I feel about them. Denver, Denver, <laughs> Denver, the Denver, and LA. Which LA? Okay. Oh, Rams, Rams. Okay. I thought you were gonna it's, say it's commanders. The Broncos. I was like, no. But, oh yeah. No, and then and then Bucks cards. It's actually not a good slate of games. Now that no. I look at it, I'll be watching basketball for sure. Bucks yeah. cards, garbage. garbage. Yeah. Garbage. Get the Broncos <laughs> off my TV. 
Get them off, get off, off. off my TV. Yo, if you don't get these dudes off my TV, stop playing with me. <laughs> the Broncos should, oh, yeah. Lord. Uh, yeah, those are all gross. I don't I don't want to see like, them. Like, the, I don't want to Broncos... pay for that. You want me to buy it's NFL nine, Plus? Six. It's you want me nine, to pay for six. that? Garbage. No. Garbage. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Garbage. <laughs> Broncos and Colts are Broncos and Colts with two minutes left in the third. Nine six. Garbage stone. What did I tell Red. you? What did I tell you, McManus? I dropped him. Boom. At least nine He's, points. He's oh man. It. Damn it. Does never... he have all their points? Are they all field goals? Yeah, they're all yeah. It's it's five. It's a five field goal game, I believe. That is so uh, let me just gross. check. I don't know if someone had a uh that's your luck, though, Tone. You'll, what you'll do is you'll drop Jonathan Taylor off your fantasy team, and then the next week he'll run for 225 yards. And yeah. No, I would, I would never drop Jonathan Taylor off my fantasy <laughs> team. But, like, the kicker, yes, I will take a kicker. Or, like, I'll drop a defense, and then they'll go out and, and yep. just kill it. But, like, okay, let me get, let me just it confirm. It's field goal, field goal, field goal. Yeah, field goal, field goal, field goal. It's five field goal games. So um, your guy. What is Matt, real- Hold on. I, I just want to remind you, your guy, okay. Matty Ice, is 15 of 27 for 153 yards, 5.7 yards per, zero touchdowns, two interceptions, four sacks for minus for 43. Tone, get him off my TV. I'm not yeah. playing with you, Tone. Get Maddie, get Matt Ryan off my television. Um, yeah, if I, right if I may, I told you at the beginning of the season I was done with Russell Wilson. I'll just give yep. you his stat line as a comparison. Yep. 12 of 25 for 138 yards. Garbage. Per, zero Garbage. touchdowns, zero interceptions. Garbage. Only three sacks, though, for, for 17 years. Okay, real yeah, quick. Both. Last thing. Yeah, oh, sorry. Last yes. thing. What is is Russ done? Is he done? Like, let's Russ just is done. Russell, Russell Wilson, your guy? Wilson. Done. My guy. You think, you think he's overtold? I said he, I said at the beginning of the year. I said is he's it the over. system or is it Russ? I, it's both. Yeah, it's both. I think the reason okay. that Seattle didn't pay him is they knew he was done. He went to okay. Denver with a with a, a terrible situation with that coaching staff who just doesn't want to let him play his way. And you mm-hmm. can't have great quarterbacks and not let them play. And so they're trying to put him into a system versus creating a system for him. And I said he was going to be the fourth best QB on the last then, team in the West. I said that. I was wrong yeah. because it's Derek Carr and the Raiders. But well, he's, yeah. still, he's still a very close, close third. He's still a very yeah. close third. Yeah. We got any super chats, Haley? No super chats. Um, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Was no super really, chats. Was there any really interesting great chats that you might want to give them um, a freebie? Do a little pro bono work. The chat was quiet today. We had some. Okay. Pe- we had a bunch of you guys in, and we appreciate you all. But they were good listeners today. So right. um, yeah, you guys were awesome today. No, no, I had no a parent drama. teacher today with my son's teacher. He's not so much a great great listener. Uh oh. We got. We got. He's, he's a talker like his. He's a talker like his daddy. Oh, oh no. Boy. We got to talk to the young fella. Although he oh. ju- he did he did jump on my live. Um, oh, earlier and he was like, you. now you're more fluent. So that was kind of cool. <laughs> Focus, man. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cute. Um, Focus. That's all. There was one question I really, I really like. But um, all right, yeah. And Jay, uh, reminder: make sure you get that recipe up for for John. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. We got, we got I that. Vegan, I mean, I'm interested in that, that too. Vegan Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. My boyfriend. So, my what do you? What do you eat? Is vegan. So I got. I got. Like, what would a thanks a vegan Thanksgiving dinner look like? Let's let's yeah. end it on that. We'll end the show on that. Yeah. I got a I got a brown rice dish where I make uh brown rice and I make okay. brown rice with broccoli um soy uh well, soy or, or tofu um mm-hmm. onions uh tomatoes potatoes um 
let's see, what else do I put in it? Spinach uh, and green peppers. And mm. the green peppers are basically, and it's, and it's like a sauce that I put on top of the brown rice. And then I also make a, I also make a, a, a wheat pasta dish with the sauce be with the, with the, with it being, with it, with it being soup, soy, I'm sorry, with soy, with green peppers, garlic, uh, mm. spinach, and tomatoes as the sauce. And it's really good. Okay. Uh, now the la last, last, last question. Have you gone to Trader Joe's and got the vegan ribs I told you about? You did not. You come told on, me twice. Bro. What are they made on, of? Bro. I don't even know like where. This, I don't even know where. It's a Trader Joe's around here too. I, 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 th I think it's. I think it might be tofu, but it's. Okay. They, what they do is they shape them like ribs. So yeah. I'm having. A, I, I got to tell you. Uh, uh, it's a 30 second story. Back when I lived in Arizona, one of my good friends. Uh, shout out to Billy Blackstones. Um, I call him Billy Black Shoes, but his name was Blackstone. Billy Blackstone uh, was vegan, and mm -hmm. he's like, and I was like, I, I, you know, I was new to Arizona. I didn't have a lot of friends. So I'd like, you know, the few that I did, I said, come on over. Like, you know, I had a keg in the back and a pool and I said, I'll barbecue up some food. And he's like, but I'm vegan. I said, don't worry, I'll figure something out. So there was a Trader Joe's was the closest actually place. So I went there and I grabbed some stuff and I saw vegan ribs and I'm like, uh, are you sure? And I asked someone and they're like, no, hundred percent. These are vegan. They're good. They're fine. So I barbecued them. And like I said, they were maybe tofu shaped like ribs. I don't even know. Like it even made it look like there was a bone, but not, you could eat right through it. It was great. So I barbecued them up. There's like sauce that came in it that you had to like warm up and stir, you know, whatever. And then you smother them in this, in this sauce. Mm -hmm. so, and so I gave him his plate and, and he goes, are you sure? I said, I, I, here's, here's the box. I'm showing you the hundred percent. They're vegan ribs. Takes a bite. He's like, there's no way these are vegan. They're so good. I'm like, get out of here. They're vegan. They must be gross. He goes, no, dude, seriously. I'm like, okay. So I grab one. They were so good. The sauce, yeah. made, the sauce just made it whatever concoction of stuff they put together in the sauce made it taste like you were biting into an actual rib. Nice. And so the rib, just imagine having fall off the bone, you know, super, you know, tender meat, which is what the whatever it was, the tofurdor was, and tasting like a rib. So it was it was actually delicious. So there my brown go. rice dish, I also got uh, green beans and black beans in it too. Ooh. When when does the redeem team, when does the redeem team uh, documentary come out? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. October seventh. All right. So next week we're gonna do a review. Friday. We're all watch it, right? Friday. We're all gonna watch it before then. Yeah. 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 Okay. Of so course. We're, we're oh yeah. Oh yeah. You got a draft for us next week. Yes, I do. do. Yeah. I have. I. Or you're not gonna tell us what the draft today? is? It's a surprise. No, draft, it's a correct? surprise. I told my lives, so they all know. Um, but it'll be fun. It'll be a fun one for sure. Um, but yeah, huh? we'll do a review for that, and it'll be it will be good. Hopefully, we'll have a better game on primetime next week. I haven't even looked. No, but, uh... no. Let's have bad games and come hang out here. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. Roku, Roku keeps telling yeah. you to grow your hair, Jay. Just so you know, he wants to see you to grow your hair out. Oh. No. He wants you to look like homeless no. London Ingram. No, I'm good, yo. No, I'm yeah, that was. Have you seen that look? From, yeah. He looked wow. I like it. Crazy. I, like I, I wouldn't want to. If I saw him walking down the street, I, I wouldn't like mess with it. him. I would. Yeah. He looked wow. Brandon Ingram. Yeah. You know what we wild. should do next? Let's do this next week, we, or we could we could do it for a draft. But you know how the teams have, or like players have, like alter egos, like mask Joel Embiid, or what um, you call it? Um, like we have um when they have uh during the season. With with they with the with their name with their names their nicknames on the back of the jersey. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Super dope. I love that. I do too. I think we should bring that back. We, we, we could might do even like, have some news for next week. We might. We actually might. But yeah, we could do like a, a, a alter ego, um, like a.
Yeah, alter ego. And, like, and you can even do like Cavs LeBron or. Wasn't or there wasn't there a mask? Any... There's a masked Kobe too, or no? I there's think I saw one with like Kobe. masked LeBron versus like biting his shirt, Kobe. Like there's. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that game <laughs> yeah. six? Game six Clay. Game six yeah. Clay is yeah. a good one. Yeah, head, there's a headband, headband mellow, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a million you. out there. But yep. alrighty, you guys, appreciate all of you as always. Thanks for joining Fluent and Chill. Uh, we'll be back next Thursday for sure. And and I'm going to give you a little homework. Oh. Go tell one person uh, that you know to come join us next week. Bring them along. Um, let them join the chat. And before you go, please like the video. It helps us get um, more viewers like you. And uh, yeah, we just want to keep the party going. So uh, again, appreciate you guys. And for now, Jay. Take it light, but take it.